Christmas is one of my favorite times of year, and I've had some really good ones, and I'm going to tell you all about it. Hey, what's up? My name is JC, and this is Life and Times of a Native Son, Season 3, Episode 24. Hope you guys had a great week. I hope you guys got out there and did some shit because, you know, we're getting creeping up closer on Christmas. So I hope you're uh, not like me and a late preparer for Christmas. I've done a little bit of Christmas shopping, got some stuff done and not not nearly like last year was probably the most prepared I've ever been for Christmas. And I think that a lot of that had more to do with uh, just trying to make Christmas um, special for my kids because it was our first Christmas uh, and it was or it was their first Christmas without their mom. So um, I was really trying to focus on uh, making it super special for them and and this one this this Christmas will be special it's just I'm not as uh, prepared as I was last year um yeah um I don't know my week was was pretty good and uh, I mean you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things that uh I want to share with you and um um there's some things that I I feel like I need to hold back on and um, certain events and things that happen in my life that are personal to me. And, um, at the, at, at, I suppose at this point, I'm not willing to share, but, uh, you know, this weekend for me, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, was, uh, was about was about as good as it gets and um maybe someday i'll share it right now i'm not i'm not uh um i guess uh i'll 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 keep that for now and um but it was it was it was great and uh um and um and and i'll cherish it forever uh, maybe, maybe I'll share it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But it was good. Just mad, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it other than it's uh, it's for sure top five for me when it comes to things that I've done in my life outside of, you know, the, the big shit, you know, getting married, having kids, graduating and all of that stuff. Outside of those types of things that are always big for everybody. When you start talking about normal life stuff, that's not... Um, you know, an event, you know, like obviously like getting married is an event or having kids is, is an event, but, uh, um, just normal stuff that you do. Um, this was this week, this past weekend, um, was about as good as it gets. 
and uh, you know, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of things that I want to share with you guys, and um, uh, some of it I don't share because of um, being uh, worried about judgment. Because there were some things that I've done in my life that I'm not proud of. And um, um, so there's there's that. And, I, and, I, and I, I suppose I'm like everybody. I still want you to like me, you know. And uh, um, I'm not saying that you wouldn't like me. But because I think a lot of people um, have gone through similar experiences in life that I did. But um, uh, there's just a lot of shit that I'm not proud of. Um, and then there's other things that I don't share um, out of judgment and also out of protection of of others. And so I'll keep those and maybe someday I'll share them. And when I do, um, I mean, like, I, I don't want to say too much, but I'll just tell you that my past weekend was... Uh, definitely podcast worthy because it was fucking crazy and um, it uh, yeah you, you definitely would want to hear the those stories uh, but it is what it is and maybe someday I'll share it maybe I won't I don't know um, yeah uh, I, I, I was like trying to think about you know, what I wanted to talk about this week. And, um, you know, we're getting, uh, I suppose we're getting closer to the holidays and, um, you know, Christmas is, is a special time, you know, and, uh, there's a lot of memories that are, that are made during this time. And I remember when I was, when I was a kid, Christmas was, uh, you know, my favorite time of year, you know, I just loved, uh, I mean, I was a kid, so you love getting shit, obviously, but, uh, I, my family all lived in Montana and we spent a lot of our Christmases in Montana. And, uh, my sister had had a, had a kid, had a son and, um, he was like a little brother to me and to, you know, to this day, He's a, he's, he's a little brother, you know, I, you know, when him and I talk, uh, I don't talk to him and he doesn't talk to me like, uh, like I'm uncle or he's my little nephew. To me, he's, he's a little brother and, um, you know, like, like a lot of people, you go through ups and downs in life and, uh, you know, uh, my little brother's gone through some ups and downs and I'm I've always been so proud of him and I've not been judgmental about the shit that's happened in his life but um I'm just super proud of who he has become as as a human um he 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 cares about people he's a lot like me in um the ways that he interacts with people, you know, I'm super interactive. Um, I, uh, I don't have a, have any issues talking with people. And in fact, you know, it, it drives my kids crazy because I'll 
have a 20-minute conversation with a stranger at Target and uh, or wherever I am to be, you know, I just love, you know, introducing myself and being a part of somebody's life, even, you know, whether or not it's years or, or minutes. Um, I love that. And I was at, uh, I was at the bar, um, on Monday and I typically don't go to the bar by myself, but I was waiting. And so I went to the bar and I had two conversations with two different people, um, over the course of about an hour and a half or an hour, maybe, um, that I really, really, really got to know these people to the point to where, you know, we, you know, knew our kids' names and, and this and that. And, uh, I just, I just love that. I just love learning about people, you know, and, uh, um, I met somebody else, um, one of the, one of the, or one of the people that I met, I actually, you know, we had been talking for about 15, 20 minutes and found out that we knew a lot of the same people from Minneapolis and uh, it just blew us away because we started, you know, we, you know, we started talking and she was telling me about something that happened. And then I was like, oh, and, and I only knew in Minneapolis one person that had the same thing happen to him. And I said, oh, shit, you know, my friend, blah, 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 had the same thing happen to him. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's him. That was him. And so it, w- it was really crazy how we just kind of walked into this conversation with one another and ended up knowing each other. And then when I left, uh, I gave her a hug and I said, well, now we're friends. And so um, uh, I met somebody that, uh, you know, you're on the outskirts of each other's lives, but you're still connected. You just don't know it. And uh um, yeah, so that was pretty, that was a pretty cool, crazy, random thing that happened. And, you know, it was one of the things about the Twin Cities is it's, a, it's, it's, I, I guess, you know, technically it's a big place, but, you know, you run into a lot of the same people and you, people know a lot of the same people. And that's, um, it's always kind of a surprise how small the community in Minneapolis, St. Paul is. You tend to meet people that, um, y'all have, um, a connection to, and, or you see the same people over and over and over again, and it's a big place, but it just happens. Um, but anyways, back to the, like Christmas thing and my, and my little brother, when he was little, one of the great things about Christmas is I would get to go home and to Montana and, uh, get to see him especially when he was little because they lived with us for a little while when I lived in Colorado and uh, I saw a lot of like him growing up and uh, and then when I moved to Minnesota he lived with us for a little while too but in between um, Colorado and Minnesota uh, him and my sister had moved to back to Montana and there was one Christmas where he was I don't know he was probably three years old and uh, my grandmother was still alive and we went over there and he was to that age to where you know ball was a round thing you know and so I was sitting in the I was sitting in the kitchen and or in the in the living room and my grandmother had she had like a uh (laughs) I don't want to say that say it wrong but a manoleum or linoleum floor it was like just a 
hard plastic floor or whatever. And, uh, um, and then in the kitchen, it was the same thing, but the living room was that way. It's probably because she had these stupid dogs that I hated. And I'm pretty sure that all of my cousins will say the same thing. We all hated them damn dogs. They were ugly somewhere in between. They were big poodles, basically. I don't know what you want to call those, but they were big, ugly, loud dogs. And uh, so, you know, she had plastic floors because she had these dogs that probably were pissing and shitting on everything. And uh, so she had her Christmas tree right by the window. And uh, my little brother comes in there and I looked at the tree and I looked at him and I pointed at the Christmas bulbs and I said, ball. And he looked at me and he said, ball. And I said, yeah. And he grabbed one and threw it, threw it across the room and it shattered on the floor. It was a Christmas bulb and it shattered on the floor. And everybody's like, oh, the, you know, my grandma and uh, my mom and aunts and uncles were like, oh, no, no, no. Because he's just a little kid. And then he came back again. And I said the same thing. I looked at, the, I pointed at the tree and I said, ball. And he says, ball <laughs> like that. And I said, yeah. And he threw it again and it shattered and whatever and then he everybody's like freaking out all the grown-ups were freaking out because he's breaking christmas bulbs on the floor and uh i said he came back again after that and i said i pointed at the tree and i said ball and he says ball and i said yeah and he says no and i said yeah and he grabbed it again and threw another another christmas bulb and it shattered on the floor um and I, I I don't know how long this went on, but I'm pretty sure that the whole bottom of the Christmas tree had no Christmas bulbs left by the time uh, um, he had figured it out or that, you know, my grandmother and aunts and uncles finally grabbed his ass and took him away from the tree or took him away from me. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I had like another thing when I was in college. Um, my friends, I had, I don't know, there was two dudes that I went to high school with that graduated with me. We all went to college at the same time and, uh, there was Christmas bulbs. And so at school, at school, my, one of my, one of my teachers had this drawer that was just full of like Christmas decorations. And we got in the biggest Christmas bulb war ever. And, um, at first it was like one Christmas bulb and, and you know that you would set up so that it would fall and break on them we were putting christmas bulbs in each other's um gas tanks on our cars so that when you open the gas tank the bulb would fall out and shatter and then finally it had escalated to this point that uh um i put like i don't know 20 or 30 christmas bulbs in one of my friend's lockers and I had put like a book up. I had to like close the locker all carefully and shit so that all these Christmas bulbs would stay in there. And there was a lot, I, there was a lot of Christmas bulbs. And I was in class and he was in a different class. But I heard him open the locker and all of these Christmas bulbs like crashed to the floor. I ran out of my class and I saw him and he's standing there with his hands up in the air like, what the fuck just happened? And, uh, yeah, at, at that point, you know, one of our instructors got a little pissed off about it and said, okay, this is, this game's over. And I had to buy him all new Christmas bulbs, but it was definitely worth it. Uh, that was my friend Dre and, uh, um, you know, 
one of the good people in life that you meet and uh, um, he's a good friend and uh, I still talk to him every once in a while um, I'd, I'd love it if he'd hang out more but you know he's got a family and uh, that's how life works um, but you know as a kid going home to Montana uh, was a big deal you know it was typically we would go home Thanksgiving or Christmas and sometimes we would go home we'd go home for both and uh, um, it was it was just a special time as a kid and I want you know one time I went home and um, the movie The Dark Crystal had just came out I don't know if you remember that movie or not but it's like a puppet thing it was made by Jim Henson and I went to it and I was super excited to see it, but I wasn't really feeling that well. And uh, we went to this theater in Billings and it was cold as fuck in there. And I was just freezing my ass off. And everybody else, I think, was it was cold, but they weren't like I was. I would felt like I was like in Antarctica with no jacket on. I was just freezing my ass off. And uh um, after the movie was over, this is like Christmas Eve. My grandmother was having like a Christmas Eve thing. And, um, that was one of the different things about, you know, my mom marrying my stepdad was Christmas Eve is when they opened presents. And before that, it was always Christmas day. Um, so Christmas Eve was a really big thing. And this, I, it's, you know, uh, Indian side of the family opened Christmas presents on Christmas Day, and then uh, white people's side of the family opened on Christmas Eve, and so um, Christmas Eve was a big thing. It was food, it was extravagant and fancy silverware and all that shit, and uh, we went to the Dark Crystal, and I came home, and I just was feeling awful, and uh, um sat down on the couch and fell asleep and it was like you're supposed to be opening presents it's supposed to be an exciting time and I was just not feeling it at all and uh you know my parents came into the room and they're like oh shit he's got a fever and so we went to the doctor I ended up getting having pneumonia and this is uh like in the time when I was he-man and Masters of the Universe was like my life, you know. I, I had wanted the Castle Grayskull so bad. That was like the, you know, I, I don't know what I put on my list, but it was probably five things. And the one big thing was Castle Grayskull. And it's a, it was a, it was a big thing, right? It was a, you know, I guess it's a tough guy's Barbie house, you know. And uh, so uh, I'm all whatever and they said I had uh, pneumonia or whatever and came home and uh, or came back to my grandmother's house and uh, my present was Castle Grayskull but it was at home in uh, in Colorado and so I was like oh yeah I get Castle Grayskull fell asleep and shit and uh, I got a bunch of Master the, Masters of the Universe guys and driving back home to Colorado, I was still sick and still groggy and, you know, kind of fucked up. 
and I, I still have it to this day. You, my parents in calligraphy, if you remember like calligraphy pins, they were like a big thing in the 80s because they were all flat and you could do calligraphy with them. Uh, my parents, and it was my stepdad, he had written uh, the whole note about Castle Grayskull was waiting in Colorado for you. And so I'm sick and I'm in and out of freaking consciousness the whole time coming home and excited about Castle Grayskull. And then I get home and we put together Castle Grayskull and I'm done with it. I don't know what it was, but it just at that point, maybe it was the sickness. I don't know what it was, but I just wasn't feeling He-Man anymore and the Masters of the Universe. So I just didn't play with it. And uh, I don't know. It was one of those crazy weird things that I, I guess I associated masters of the universe with having pneumonia and uh didn't like it um you know i suppose there i had one christmas that stompers was a big thing uh my big my biggest christmas was i got like a electric football set and i got all of the nfc east and this is nfc east when the cardinals were still in the nfc east so i got all the giants cowboys cardinals um fuck who else was in the nfc east back then the eagles and then everybody in the afc west so that was the broncos the seahawks the chiefs the chargers um i don't know somebody else too but i it was it that was probably and then i also got a taiko racetrack which was really cool and i loved those and um but Christmas, when you're a kid, needs to be that way. And it needs to be special. It needs to be magical. Um, and uh, I'll always cherish childhood Christmas. And it's one of the things that, especially when my kids were little, that it was something that uh, my wife and I tried to make special. You know, we had, you know, we had some down years, obviously, because... Uh, it wasn't always, it wasn't always easy financially. And, um, my wife always kind of shopped off the list and sometimes that worked out. Sometimes it didn't. And, uh, um, you know, one year that it didn't work is my son got a, my wife, for some reason, got it in her head that my son loved cooking with mom, right? And I was, and she's like, oh, let's get Carter. My son's name is Carter. She's like, let's get Carter a cooking set. And I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, yeah, let's get him a little kitchen or whatever. And, and I was like, I don't think he's going to like that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gets him a kitchen set. It's basically was like this stand-up thing that had a stove and an oven and a sink and everything on it and he got it and i remember when he opened it i'll never forget it and it's one of those things as as a married couple you you could probably understand because i was telling her for the longest time i was like he's gonna fucking hate this this is not something he's gonna like she was like adamant that he was gonna love it and when he opened it he looked at it and he's like what the fuck is this i'll never forget the look on his face because he was like what is going on i don't understand this and uh yeah that one didn't go over too well but um we had some good Christmases despite the 
kitchen Christmas of I think that was like 2007 <laughs> um, but uh, yeah you know it's different it's different now you know because of circumstances and you know also you know my kids are getting older so it's not as as magical as it was you know now they're first of all the older your kids get the more expensive they get at christmas and it's not as easy you know somebody at work was saying something today oh i don't know what to get my four-year-old i was like just buy him a fucking cheap thing that comes in a fancy box because they're probably going to play with the box more than they are the the actual toy and so um that's and then the older they get you know it's got to be it's got to be more you know then it starts to become ipads and computers and big screen tvs and stuff like that it's not always easy um but at the same time uh, the other thing that i said is i was like you know you only you only have your kids for a really short period of time and when you look at it, when you look at what their life is going to be like and what your life is with them, it's only 18 years for each kid, you know, and then they're gone. And I don't I don't want to look back at my time with my kids and regret not spending time with them or not making their life special. It's it 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 might not always be the best way to do it because you're not preparing them for life um the hardships of life and some of the hard things of life um i've always said that like one of the things about uh being an indian or being a native american is childhood and children are cherished and they're kind of spoiled you know and it's not really probably the best way to prepare them for life but it's it's uh it's a special time um and uh i don't i'm i'm sure that there's probably a happy medium in between the between the two to being able to prepare them for life and also make their make their lives uh something that they look back on and uh and appreciate without you know the hard stuff that you know some parents are really strict with their kids to prepare them for life and um you know when they're young it's not always fun but when they get older they appreciate that about it and sometimes i think that's bullshit because i think a lot of people will say well you know when i was a kid you know my mom would whoop me if i did this or if i did that and you know and look how i turned out i don't think getting a whooping or being a strict parent has that much to do with what you're going to be like when you get older i think that there's somewhere in between and i'm on the soft side of that a lot of people are on the hard side of that but it's it's that's how i was raised i was raised on the soft side of that to where kids are kind of cherished and I don't I don't really think that there's anything wrong with that. Maybe um um maybe I would change it if I had to do it all over again, but I'm okay with it. And um uh like I said, you know, you only have them for 18 years and then they're gone and I don't want to be 
uh, regret any of it, whether or not that's discipline or actually spending the time with them. I don't want to regret being overly strict to my kids or um, uh, neglecting them with my time. Uh, My time with them is very important to me. And, you know, I was... I wasn't I wasn't around the kids a lot this weekend and or this past weekend and I typically am and especially on the weekends uh, spending time with them is kind of a big deal and I, I wasn't around a lot this weekend and and that's okay I think as as I think as a grown-up you deserve those types of things you deserve to be able to do grown-up shit and um um be able to get out and be yourself without being a parent um but you know i came home and uh last night uh, um i was in my room and my youngest daughter uh she's probably struggled i i i, I and i'm not trying to be like uh different about the way my kids have struggled with the loss of their mother but my youngest has struggled differently. I'll, I'll just put it that way. My youngest has struggled differently than my other two have, you know, my son and my oldest daughter. And, um, and I think I've shared that they've all had different experiences with the night that my wife died. And they were all traumatic in their own way. Some of them at a higher level than others. You know, I would say that my oldest, what my oldest daughter experienced the night my wife died, um, was almost as as bad as what I experienced. My my youngest daughter was somewhere in the middle, and my son was experienced a, a lot less of it. And it was all basically really about demographics, about where people were in the house, you know, when it happened. And so, my youngest daughter came in here into my room last night, and she's typically. You know, when when she was younger, her and I were really, really, really close, about as close as I've been with any of my kids. And um, we spent a lot of time together when other people wouldn't because she was for a while. She was my ride or die. If I was going to go out, she was definitely going to be with me because she wanted to hang out with her dad. It kind of had changed, you know, after she had started getting older and her mom and her were really close. Um, the last couple of years. And so that was part of what made it hard for her when her mom died is she just struggled a a lot. And um, last night she came into my room and she just put her head on my shoulder like she used to when she was little. And um, we started talking about her mom And it was different this time because, you know, over the last year and a half when we would talk about her mom, a lot of times it was just about pity shit. And it was about feeling sorry for ourselves and feeling sorry for 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 my wife and their mom and crying more out of pain and suffering and heartbreak. And last night when she came in, it wasn't that way. It was about appreciation about the time that we had with her. And um, 
you know, we were talking and I haven't seen her cry in a, in a while. And I think a lot of times when we start to get into the emotional shit, I don't, I think that we don't look at each other because we don't want to see that part of one another. And she's so good about recognizing heartache and things like that. I think we all are. We recognize when somebody's having a tough time and we'll hug each other and ask if you're okay and things like that. And my daughter had asked me that. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And I felt I felt a tear um, on my cheek from her. And I turned and I looked at her and she had like a little, she had like um, tears in her eyes and her, like bellowing in her eyes and like the, you know, the little trail. And, um, and, I, and when I looked at her, it was different. It wasn't. It wasn't a heartache cry. It was a, like a happiness cry about what we were talking about. And um, I think that because it's Christmas and because of, you know, my wife and their mom died in January, Christmas is always going to represent something different for us. It's not, it's a, it's a happy time because it's Christmas, you know. But at the same time, you know, it represents, for us, it represents 18 days until, you know, my kids lost their mom. And, you know, we know that Christmas is going to be this and it's going to be that and it's going to be spending time with the people that you love. And at the same time, we know that there's a part of us that's different than everybody else because of what we've experienced and because of what we've lost. And it'll always be that way. It'll get easier. I know as it comes. And this year is easier than last year because it's not about the, like I said, it's not about the heartache. It's about the happy things and the memories and the love that she showed, that my wife showed the kids. And, you know, you know, buying my son a fucking cooking set when that's not what he wanted but that's what she thought he wanted because he liked spending time with his mom cooking and she always tried to be creative about shit like that and it didn't always work out but that I wouldn't change it you know um, because that's that's the good stuff you know You know, this year is going to be different and um, they're all going to be different, I think, going forward. And I think that eventually they're going to start to be really easy and it's going to be a lot. There's going to be laughing and smiling and crying in a happy way. And and I look forward to that. I just wish that it wasn't the way that it is, but it is. And not necessarily for me, but for my kids. Because I can take I can take a lot of shit and 
I'm a grown up and I've can handle those types of things. And, you know, life has at least given me some type of uh, training for heartbreak. Uh, when you're a kid, you don't really get it. And again, that kind of comes back to the rainbows and unicorns, fire trucks, and the things that are really cool to about being a kid. Uh, the imagination and the magic of life is uh, is a big thing. And for my kids, they lost that at an age in which they shouldn't. And, um, you know, I suppose... Eventually, Christmas will be magical again for him. And uh, um, and it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Last year was a fun Christmas. And this year's going to be a fun Christmas. It's just different. And um, I'm not okay with it. But it's the hand that we've been dealt. And we just move forward from here and it's not fair but it is what it is and there's nothing I can do about it so I'm gonna I'm not gonna hate because of it um so that's it that's all I got this week um I hope you guys have a great you know uh, I I appreciate you guys listening to me and um coming along because when this all started it wasn't this wasn't what it is now you know it in the beginning it was just me bullshitting and sometimes it's not me bullshitting sometimes it is but um i just love you for listening and i'm so thankful for you and uh i do this because of you and, and I suppose because of my kids and eventually my grandkids, they're going to want to hear um, some of the things that come out of my mouth. They may have to. Their parents are, you know, my kids may have to warn my grandchildren at some point that uh, their dad uses or their granddad uses uh, some bad words on occasion. And it's not OK to do that. But and if you are one of my grandkids listening to, to this at this point, do not say fucking bad words because that shit is not good and it's going to get your ass in trouble. So keep (laughs) your fucking language uh, clean and don't fuck around. So that's it. Uh, Anyways, thanks again. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great year and I hope you have a great life. My name is JC and this has been Life and Times of a Native Son. Peace. I'm out. Thank you.